Welcome to the Philo Sophia podcast. Join our hosts Trevor and Alfredo as they plumb the depths of philosophy, religion, science, and history. Learn with us and laugh with us here on Philo Sophia. Welcome to Philo Sophia. I'm Trevor, joined as always by my co-host Alfredo. Alfredo, how are you? I'm doing well, my friend. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. We <laughs> we're wearing almost the exact same outfit right now <laughs> for those listening randomly. Yes. What? Mm, third time doing yeah. this? Great minds, Rand- man. Great randomly, minds. Randomly, great minds. We're in yeah. yellow, we have yellow shirts and black hats. Either that or we're delusional. delusional. You know what it is? You know why? What's that? We had bumblebees on the brain from our last episode. Ah, the hive. Yes. I think that's of intellect. Is. Yep. They're, if we're really quiet, we could probably hear bees buzzing right next to me. Anyway, what's the, what's really, how did that turn out? I know we left everyone hanging. They were going to tear your wall and they, uh, your they, neighbors and they tore the wall open. Okay. They put up plastic sheeting to kind of make like a little cake because it's in the house. They didn't, they tore it open from the inside, not the outside. Mm-hmm. I had an option. They could tear it open from the outside, but then I'd have to restucco. If they tore it open from the inside, they're plaster walls, but I would just, um, I would just do sheetrock and put like a little spacer behind the stuck because the plaster is super thick. So anyway, mm-hmm. I figured I could probably do drywall myself. Not probably. Mm-hmm. I, I know I can do drywall myself. So let's do that. And the downside to that was we would. He warned me. I didn't listen, but he warned me. He said there'd be potentially around one hundred bees in the house. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know what I how I pictured a hundred bees in my head, but <laughs> when I got back home and saw it in person, oh, it was like a lot more than I how I pictured a hundred. I don't know why. Right. But it was a lot of it was a lot of bees. You know, like you're at a picnic and one bee is flying oh. around and everyone's like, yeah. ah! like I'm the same yeah. way. I'm a I mean, I'm a wimp. Sorry. A hundred is like it's about a hundred times scary. <laughs> <laughs> How did you deal with that? I mixed soap and water in my son's squirt gun. And I just fucking went to war with the bees, man. <laughs> just me. It's soap and water. Me VB. Soap and water pistol. And then I actually found a pump action squirt gun. Oh. Oh. Just soap and water, man. It That's Soap it. and water takes them out. Immediately. Oh, interesting. And they get to live. No, they die. Oh, they actually die. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad because I went through all this work not to kill them, but I saved the hive. Exactly. You saved the the rest. Now I got to deal. I got to take them out because they're in my house now. They're like getting in my cupboards and stuff. So Still? Uh, Not anymore. But so, okay, so what happened is they leave this hole in the wall. And the bees are still buzzing in there because they took like a thousand bees, oh, but there's probably like three thousand bees out pollinating still. So the bees, right. the bees come home. There's no queen. They just hunker down, and so dude is loud. Sounds like a jet engine in my living room. Not anymore, but it did for like a week. Like, We're eating dinner, and it's just, right. and it's just this thin sheet of plastic with painters tape holding it, and the plastic's like vibrating. Oh man! Anyways, just, so, just for the sake of saving 
lives. Yeah, just to save this damn. That's cool. Beehive. And you still you still paying the price, man. That's that's dedication. So I went. We went on vacation. Nice. We got back. They were still buzzing. So I'm like, dude, you got to get back here. So he vacuumed up like a hundred more, and he oh, wow. sealed the outside so they can't get in. Mm-hmm. But now the like hundred to two hundred that were still in the wall are now trapped, and they're angry. They're just like bzzz, they're mad. But I think they've kind of. I feel bad. I think they've kind of all just just about died. But but here's the real issue: they're filled with honey. So as they're dying, they're attracting ants. <laughs> it's a freaking disaster, man. So there's like, right, as I speak right now, I can see like ant trails regrouping. I just sprayed them back, but they're regrouping, oh, trying to get to the honey. Oh man. Oh man. So it's been going on for what? Four weeks? <laughs> I th- Since last time we spoke? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't. When did we talk last? I don't know. Probably at least two weeks. At least two weeks. At yeah. least two weeks. Yes, at yeah. least two weeks. And you got good reviews. Good reviews, man. People, Thank you for listening, guys. That's really nice. I think generally people are enjoying the episode. It takes a certain kind of person to be interested in the topics we talk about. But it's true. For those people who do listen, they seem to be liking the show. So we got to press well, onward. Good. We got our first order on the website from the show. No way. Yep. Um, somebody somebody wanted to order coffee, but we haven't been putting the coffee on the website because we keep running out of it. So that good? Y- yes, but I, ha- I we have it laying around. Nice. So I just I just roasted a bag real quick, and I just said just buy anything else on the website, and we'll include coffee. So that's what we did. So that was shipped oh, nice. out a couple of days ago. So hopefully you enjoy it person out there i don't want to say your name in case you don't want it said right. so hope you enjoy it but give us feedback yeah we, so we need that feedback yeah yeah definitely so yeah man so bees are still going went to joshua tree saw some crazy milky way action i'm going to put the picture on our instagram Dude, thank you for sharing that that looked so cool for an iphone yeah it's pretty cool right it, yeah about 12 hours after that, I got in the jacuzzi with my phone and now I can't take pictures. So that was the <laughs> last photo my iPhone took of its career. Are you serious? Was that beautiful Forever, man. Milky Way photo? Man, you just asking for trouble. Yeah. yeah. So, but you have an iCloud, so it's all backed up. Yep. Um, it, the, it, it works fine. It's just there, there's like steam in the lens. So it just is blurry now. But, yeah, man. So we were laying, we were laying in the truck bed with an air mattress, perfect that setup. Is so cool. In yeah. the middle of the spooky ass desert, with uh, a couple other groups of people around. There was like some people pointing lasers and naming oh, stuff okay. near us. Yeah. And we're sitting there, and then we see the alien ships coming over the horizon. That is. Cool. From L.A. Right. And right. so we see a long, thin line of about eighty enemy alien ships dude i thought we were going to be abducted for real but space invaders yeah but it like was the a, game yes it looked it was the eeriest thing because they were so far away obviously coming over the horizon of the earth right but then like every 10 seconds they got probably you know a thousand miles closer that's that's why to us and then i start i, I olivia my wife doesn't believe that i started 
thinking this before I heard it said, but I'm like, I wonder if those are Starlink satellites being dropped mm-hmm. off. And then we heard the guy, the the tour guide next to us was like, oh, those are satellites being dropped off. So, oh, the intensity of the of the object compared to the stars was it so brighter bright. or about the same? So bright, brighter, way brighter than the. brighter and you could tell they were close like they were low like you could you'd almost think they were planes if they weren't in such a interesting formation and moving so fast just straight yeah that's what made that's what made it kind of eerie i think yes you know planes or helicopters or even though the uh the what do you call it oh my gosh anyway yeah they, they they tend to blink yeah and and right they, yeah, and they weren't. They didn't even have the lights on them. I think it was just the sun's reflection from over uh, the okay. horizon. Wow. I could I could be wrong, but they, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so. And then that is cool, man. Hung out that in a jacuzzi, cool. getting a little. Uh-huh. I still get nervous. I'm going to be abducted by aliens, man. I was out there. Think, uh, maybe you'll be the last one to get abducted. <laughs> Because of my fear, maybe I should want to get abducted. Maybe I should be putting. No. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't think so. No, 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 no. There's nothing there. Just, you don't want. You don't. You don't want that. Just laying out in a hot tub. I stay up later than um my kids and my wife. So just laying so out a hot in a hot where? tub. Where? Out there. Just outside in Joshua Tree, looking up. Cool. It wasn't hot. Uh no, not really. I mean, not at night. It just it got actually kind of chilly at night. That's high desert, so it's really cold. Like at night, it gets cold, and at during daytime, it gets really hot. And then hot as dick for during the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna go Saturday, and I just saw the temperature. It's like oh, one o four. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just a bombing, a bombing one o four. Yeah, I don't want to die. I'm just gonna go probably at, su- at you know sunrise, you know hike, and then come back. But it was just too hot. You were gonna go out to Joshua Tree to just hike real yeah. quick. Dude, yeah commitment nice it's uh i haven't really been out there much there's not much going on out there is there unless you're into boulders right yeah if you're into rock climbing camping yes but there's that's just like the mecca of, of rock climbing there's some good stuff out there and also north you know the capitan and all that all that stuff i was kind of surprised not to sound like a brat but i was kind of surprised how not dark skies it was like it's uh I've been camping and it's been darker, you know what I mean? Is it because where you were at or it's just it wasn't that kind of night? I well it was the right time of it, like it was the no moon. It, it was we went the day we were oh, supposed no to moon. go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just Palm Springs in LA. You can see like it, yeah. in the photo I sent you, you can see like the bottom half of the Milky Way goes away because you can see the lights from Palm Springs. That was a pretty awesome picture though still yeah no it, it was it was super cool but i i was just kind of like oh man it's not it's not as dark i've as seen it i've seen a dark right, right so for the meteor shower on august 12th we're gonna go to julian oh that's gonna be nice which i guess i've is seen it a joshua tree and wrightwood lake the same pleadies i think is pleadies. nice yeah 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 uh it's pretty nice like every person well, it just depends every uh, right Right. Ple- um, Pleiades is one too, though. That sounds familiar. Maybe, yeah. It's one of those nights. I'm a little zoned <laughs> out. So, What's new, so man? Bear with me. Uh, you know, you were not kidding about formatting the papers to oh. 
to yeah to meet the 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 requirements for each journal it's crazy i have to change the whole thing and cut out quite a bit of words and yep i can't remember if we had that goddamn there's a goddamn piggy i can't remember if we had that conversation in person or on on this podcast because um so but so if we had it in person real quick i was telling alfredo like i know i know you're done writing your paper but the formatting process is almost worse I think it was a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. did tell me about that, and you were not kidding. Especially, especially like it's no big deal to change like your citation styles or something, but to go to actually change your word count or your section titles, which means you right. kind of have to change the sections to match the font, yeah. the everything, and then line everything up and right. Yep. Using like archaic uh, formulas and how to do the paper. No one uses AMA format everything is apa anyway i say you just submit it you get it close no guess what so i had all the papers all the signatures ready to go and then i realized i could not reduce it to three thousand. the only was that the limit three thousand words yes dude my paper was like six i was that's a short thousand that's a short paper three that's like a oh no it's crazy so i i reduce i was able to bring it down to Thirty nine ninety one, and that was it. Just submit it. Can't do it anymore. So I'm just going to choose another journal. So you, then I have to restart and do it their way too. So, but it's ready. There's different schools of thought on this. Technically, oh. you're never supposed to have the same paper submitted to two journals at one time. Right, and which I'm, I'm not. And I'm and I've never done that, and I will never do that. However, right. I was talking to some other people. And they're like, so what journals did you submit to? This was like a year ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I submitted this paper to uh, whatever it was, biogerontology or whatever. And they're like, okay, and which other ones? I'm like, well, you can only do one at a time. And they're like, right. they're like what are you talking about? We submitted to like 100 at a time. But they, I don't, they were not as serious. So I think they were just like, they submit to a bunch they get a bunch of decisions and then they tell all the people they don't want to submit to like that. They're not, I don't know. That's what I don't get. Like that seems super jacked to get it accepted yeah. f- through, get it through editorial review and okay, we want to publish and then, <laughs> Oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I would never, yeah, I, I don't think I want to risk it. I'll just, I'll just be patient. I mean, it's done deal. Yeah. It's a done deal. So, and then uh, hopefully we get gigs. Yep, yep. I I signed an offer letter last week, man. Congratulations, the one that you were hoping for. Yep, yep. At U at USC. Yep, and I nice. included you as one of my references, and you already filled it out for me. So thank you. You're very welcome. I was pretty proud of that. Yeah, actually. Man. So it's a it's a done deal. I uh, good good. D- do all the HR stuff next week. I re- I realized. Wow. I, I don't I don't have a driver's license. I mean, I have one. I'm a licensed driver, but I don't have a physical. Like, I, my son plays with my wallet. I lose debit cards <laughs> all the time. I lose driver, and they're like, they're like, we. Um, the I only thing we can't do over Zoom uh-huh. is your I nine verification. You can use your passport. I don't have a passport. It's expired. I'm basically not even a real person. <laughs> so you're off the grid. And man. so I was like, okay, so I'll just send you a scan of my driver's license and stuff and she's 
Because I, I have a f- scan oh, they of won't, it. They won't take that. They're like, no, we need to see it in person. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Even like you have to kind of show it like through Zoom. Like, <laughs> isn't, isn't that dumb? In person. No, I have to go in person. Oh, they want us. They want to do it in person. Yes. So I have to drive to freaking LA. Um, and then I think I'm going to have to drive to LA like the first month. So that's going to be a rough month. But I don't, I don't know how to get a driver's license in two weeks. One week. A little over one week. So... I was looking, there's like other combination, like if you have a birth certificate and a social security card and a, like a employer right. ID. <laughs> so, but even if the passport is expired, it's still an official document. It, okay, dude, agreed. I 100% agree. My, it's the same number. My wife almost got in a fist fight at Disneyland over this exact topic. <laughs> no way. Because she tried to order a beer and she handed him a driver's license and they're like, ma'am, it's expired. And she goes, my birthday doesn't change once it expires. You know, this, if it is, if this was ever a real driver's license, that's my birthday, you know? Right. And the lady starts, she goes, well, if you got pulled over, is that what you say to a cop? She's like, well, first of all, if the cop's asking my birthday, yes, that's exactly what I would say. Like if the cop's trying to verify my age, I'd say, well, it's on my driver's license. Right. (laughs) And she's like, well, no, it just, it just reminds me that there's just, some people who just love, you know, you will obey me. In my, Basically. In my like limited Adrian, power. Yeah, Adrian went to a brunch locally and they wouldn't sell him, uh, they wouldn't, he couldn't have a, a beer because his license had expired. Yep. And so they, I get the same thing, but this is a restaurant, a local restaurant. And it's like, what's the game here? Like if this was guy, a fake wooden, I just put a date that was in the future. Yeah. Like It's like, dad, can you send me a picture of the passport? It's like, why they know it's real they know he's 21 they just like being able to enforce they're they like enforcement they get off in power i hate people like that i detest them actually dude it's triggering i'm glad i'm not the only one that's probably why we get along because dude i get like i feel my blood pressure go up when someone starts being ridiculous like that oh yeah i i I, that's why i could never be a coach (laughs) i was telling my kids that i'd when they were growing up, I was like, oh, I, I thank God. I'll be thrown out of every fucking game just because a ref thinks he's all that. <laughs> making the shit calls. You know, refs do that all the time. I would get kicked out all the time. But um, because the, they this get This is why we don't power. get along with others. Yeah, they get a, just a little bit. You smitch a little power and they think they're like the shit. Yep. You know? It's I, the TSA I, mentality, the DMV mentality. No offense yeah, to those No people. offense. Yeah. I, maybe that's, yes, you're right. Maybe that's why we get along and why we question authority. That's, I was reading about people like you and me, or, and uh, our listeners probably the same way. Yes. They don't, they don't want to follow authority and they question everything they see and they read and they hear. That's amazing. Isn't it interesting? Like, what, what could cause that? What could cause someone to just, viscerally detest people who enjoy using power. Like, how could that be genetic? It's so interesting. Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe a little bit of both. I just can't. It's definitely the upbringing. Yeah. Our bringing, you know, either we had a household or we had a lot of authority and we just didn't want to play with that or we had no authority. Hmm. And we didn't care for anyone who, like, for instance, it, we're pretty independent. I, li- I grew up pretty independent, meaning that I grew up very fast, you know? Yeah. I start, I start taking uh, decisions 
uh, like right. life changing decisions very early, 12, 13, yep. you know? Uh, and I, so anyone else who wanted to impose their will, I would question why, like, this is my life. Like I've worked so hard yep. to come to he- this, you know, all the way here for you fool to come and tell me how to live my life. Fuck you, man. That, that is, I, it ain't I, happening. I've never thought about it, but that's, it sounds very familiar that just okay. like, just, just feeling like you, I always felt older than all my like classmates, people my age, even though I was like two years younger because I started school earlier. And I, I did, I always did feel like I, like I, I've just been through so much more shit than you do. Don't, don't tell me what to do because exactly. you're the hall monitor today. You I got bullied. <laughs> I got exactly. bullied, you know, someone who thought, uh, who was better than me or bigger or whatever, you know, uh, but, uh, it didn't go, it didn't go too well for that person. I, you <laughs> nice. know, so you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Then you start being smart about and you do street smart and, and you start taking control of your life. I mean, freaking 13, man. Uh, yeah. Junior high. That's when it all goes down. Yeah. Oh, really? Which is I it's done. terrifying but, uh, to me to think like that my daughter six years away from the age I was when like shit first started getting real, you know, like, <laughs> like, like being put in really crazy. I mean, it's probably different for, for guys, but like looking at my 12, 13 year old life, like what the hell? <laughs> like what? what year was this? Oh, oh man. Uh, Early two thousands maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like 2002, 2003. Yeah. So we had, we had internet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I had none of that shit. Oh, I wonder if that was better. Or no worse. cell phones, no internet, nothing. You probably had no cell phone. I, we had s- cell phones were just starting to be a right. thing. Yeah. Like but we, not, not for you though. Maybe for no. adults, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I remember in high school, I got my stepmother's old Nokia and you could, Nokia. you could do like the Classic. text where you hit the number like three times <laughs> for a C, you know. That's right. I saw an Instagram meme. It was like a bunch of numbers spelled out with a Nokia phone. And if you translate it, it's like, it said like, you're, you're so old, you know? Yeah. Like if you translated the, how the number buttons would convert to letters. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm old. I can convert, I can convert (laughs) number pad texts, you know? Yes. Yes. But it's been rough, but it carries on. I mean, we having a podcast right now, 2023 and, it carries on and still we're still questioning authority and i think we always will yeah i mean yeah i there's been a few times in my life where i've had authority small amounts you know like at, at a as a director uh at the you know regional director for the last company i worked for as a professor as a teacher but you never got off of it. you never, never used that that was never i never enjoyed right. that at all i mean right um, if anything, it kind of made me uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. So it just, when I, I meet people who are like, you mean having so much power made you uncomfortable? Yeah. I just, uh, at times, I don't know. Like when, when you had to actually use it, it was like, oh, I didn't enjoy it. I, ne- I never enjoyed it, <laughs> but, um, me neither, man. you know, it was interesting not to, not to talk about this too much. Cause we typically don't talk about politics, but you saw those people come out of the woodwork these last few years with COVID mm-hmm. man, it was like oh. time to 
Time to be little tyrants, man. But anyway. I'm glad it's in the past, though. Yeah. I well, still see yeah. people with masks. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's all good. Just let I mean, be. go yeah, for it. Yeah, say, whatever. You, you, you do you, boo. Yeah. I mean, there's there's parts of it I get where it's kind of nice, like if you kind of are an introvert and you kind of like being anonymous and like not talking to people or having to make eye contact. Um, there's like 5% of my being that gets that. But mm-hmm. like, man, I just... I uh, I went out to UCLA like not that long ago, like four or five months ago. I didn't bring a mask. Why would I? No one's wearing a mask, you know? And right. uh, they're like, you have to have a mask. No. <laughs> still, still, still. And I was like, I don't have a mask. And she's like, it's fine. Just, it's no big deal. Just come on up. But there are signs everywhere. Like you must have a mask. You must have a mask. You're the worst, man. Yeah. The state system, yeah. the state schools, Cal States. Sorry. <laughs> We're not applying there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually did apply there and I'm glad I didn't, I didn't get it because it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Because nuts. Uh, I, they're still, they're still wearing masks right now in ca- on campus oh, no. in class. Get out of here. <laughs> and they have all the boosts available. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wild man. Wow. But um, I got a weird topic tonight. Don't we all the time? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, you know, originally, no, no, no. so uh-huh. I, I had wanted to do, I had mentioned briefly this crazy, like time travel alien mirror guy, you know? Yes. That yes. Russian Soviet men, oh, yeah. men oh, who stare at goats program. Um, yeah, yeah. I make clips at night and I'm, I'm a chicken, man. I'm realizing I am a chicken. So, what do you mean? Well, just sitting in a dark room at night with no, like no one home, clipping the clips of those people talking about like interacting with entities and being Not filled with terror. I couldn't, no, I couldn't I do it. Blame you. <laughs> I was like, okay, these are clips I need to make during the day. <laughs> so instead. What are you doing? You're invoking spirits. Exactly. No way, man. Exactly. No, oh, I hear you. So that shit happens. In dark places. So instead, I actually have a listener recommended topic, oh. which is cool. I don't think we've ever done a listener recommended. No, we've never before. done that. So I was in a, a chat room, and someone mentioned. I don't remember the conversation leading up to it, but someone said, "Trevor, ha, are you familiar with the Nag Hammadi?" And I was not. The Nag Hammadi. I had never heard of it. And I think it was in reference to me asking what a demiurge was because they had written the word demiurge. And they mm. said, and they're like, well, it's part, it's part of the Nag Hammadi. It's uh, Gnostic Christianity. And so I, know, I, I know what that is, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta look into this. Right. So yeah. um, it's, it's cool learning how little I know about a lot of this stuff. I mean, not, even now, I know nothing about this, so forgive me if you know a lot. But uh, Nag Hammadi is a it's a collection of codices, which are let's mm-hmm. just say books, and um, that were from probably the first century A.D. that were discovered in 1945 in Egypt in a town called Nag Hammadi. So they're just old texts, right? And what's really crazy about this is that the all we knew about the Gnostic Christians was from the people who 
killed them all, the, you know, the Roman Catholic church. Mm-hmm. And so this was the first time we had found their texts in their own words, you know, their, their actual texts, not someone saying, yeah, they're heretics. We killed them, but mm-hmm. they're actual texts. And, uh, dude, it's kind of weird, man. It's kind of wild. What did you find? Well, there's a lot. I've only skimmed some stuff, but it's kind of a mix of Old Testament, New Testament, and then books which were removed from both of those. You know, like the Council of Nicaea, the church redactors. They mm-hmm. took out some stuff. And so the most complete things are these uh, are books called the Gospel of Thomas, the Gospel of Philip, the Gospel of Truth, and then there's a bunch of things that are just uh, books about Jesus's sayings, works, things he did after his resurrection. A lot, mo- most of it is about stuff he after the resurrection. Oh wow! So kind of different from the New Testament, but it w- it also included a lot of New Testament. So it almost just kind of seems like a fuller Bible um, hmm. that was pared down to become the modern day Bible mm. and sorry. unfiltered. Yeah. And they've got some very different views, man. Give me one. Uh, Yahweh. Yeah. Is not a good guy according to them, uh-huh. which, which is the Israeli God, which now we kind of consider to be God mm-hmm. uh, for most of the people on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that there is a, a supreme God and Jesus is his son, but it's not Yahweh. And so you go back into the history of Yahweh and he's like a thunder. He's like a storm God, kind of like the Greeks worshiped Zeus who kind of became God in these books. Right. Mm. And that, and you, you can see real quick looking back why they would brand this as, as heretical because they were suggesting that Jesus is the one who encouraged Adam and Eve to eat from the tree of knowledge. Mm, how? Well, we gotta, we're going to have to do some, some reading, I guess. He, oh, he exists outside of time and space. Jesus does. Jesus does. And God, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which, I mean, that's not a very crazy thing to say from a, from a Christian perspective, right? Right. right. And so There's these no these guys were the first Christians. Um, mm-hmm. They they were kind of came out of the Essene, which was a group of Israelites. There's three groups. I forget the names. I think the Pharisees, the Essene, and something else. And uh, the Essene, Mary and Joseph were members of the Essene brotherhood, and so and so was Jesus or. Yeshua, or whatever the mm-hmm. original name was. And these books were written in Egyptian. Mm. And they believe that, that uh, you know, Jesus spent a lot of time in Egypt, in India, and so did they. So did the early Christians. But they were all wiped out. All these Gnostic Christians were all burned by the Romans at the stake by the Romans. Oh, man. Do they mention anything about Jesus' lost years? The stuff that we were talking about? I don't know enough about it. I I assume There's like 15 years missing. Yeah, I assume it's going to be like the, the this other book I read um which talked a lot about this 
looking back on it now, I realize it was kind of a Gnostic book. And they, mm. they talked a lot about him going to the mystery schools in Egypt and India and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, when you read, and again, I haven't read everything, but when you read it, it's very, okay. So the Roman Catholic version, the modern Christian version of salvation is through faith, right? The right. Gnostics did not believe that at all. They mm. believed it was through learning and gaining knowledge and mm. that Jesus was the provider of this knowledge and teaching and that people were very much responsible for uh, being in charge of their own life and seeking this out through Jesus. They were Christians, 100%, no denying that. Um, whereas kind of the more modern version is kind of like a faith-based kind of and trust someone else Grace, to save you. Faith. Right, right. And so you could see, if you wanted to take a real cynical take, you could see why a government would prefer more of the Roman Catholic duty style, like like render onto Caesar that which is Caesar's. You know, right. pay your taxes, go to your church, right. have faith, be obedient in the authorities, uh, be obedient. Be good. Yeah. Do good unto others. Yep. You mm-hmm. know. So anyway, so I've got a, I've got a couple clips, but before they're just kind of overview clips, stuff I kind of already said, but much more eloquent. What do you think so far? That's a possibility. Like, uh... it's like when you hear something's older, I automatically like am interested. Like when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, they found Nag Hammadi in 1945. They -hmm. found the Dead Sea Scrolls two years later. Right. And it was so interesting because they were old. They were super old, and they were pretty closely matched to some versions of the Bible. I forget the name of the Bible that they were close to. It's not Mm -hmm. King James. It's 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 not even in English or Greek. It's like in some other language. But that was like, okay, that's strong evidence that, for, at the very least, you can say this is an old story, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of puts it like closer to the source, so you kind of trust it a little bit more. Right. This is kind of that, but for the New Testament. So the Dead Sea Scrolls were for the Old Testament. I see. I think I'm. I don't. I don't think there's new. To, I don't know. But and the Nag Hammadi is kind of more for the New Testament. And then there's all these other books. The ones that you were mentioning. Yeah. And a lot of it is after the resurrection. They kind of treat, they refer to Jesus in two different ways. Jesus of Messiah is when he, before he was crucified. Mm-hmm. And then they call him like Jesus, the light bringer, which is kind of weird in the context of how Lucifer is described in the Bible, right? It's like Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, because in, in, the, in the Bible, like Lucifer is constantly described. He, first of all, or Satan is the one who, convince them to eat the fruit. Right. He's like a light angel, a, a light being bearer. of light, light bearer. And the name Lucifer. And that's kind of how they describe Jesus in this. So it's like it, right away I recognize that talking about it is going to kind of make people uncomfortable, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, I, that's the ultimate deception. It's to, right, to basically make Jesus just a regular man. Yep, and to to question his divinity, 
and uh and then replace him for lucifer like hey i'm as good as jesus kind of thing well that's the thing because like if lucifer really is the great deceiver he's probably pretty good at it right oh a few thousand years it's not something in that the making like, it's not something that 80 percent of the world's population can see through easily no. see this is exactly and this is one thing that people need to understand that the, the plans to end all this theater right we, we, we're in a movie right this is a like we were talking about earlier in other podcasts, this is just a trial, yep. right? This is just a game, basically. Uh, and it, that's the vibe a lot of these passages sound like. Like, like this really is just like. I mean, obviously they don't use the word simulation, but yeah, um, yeah, it's like the perfect, uh, the perfect error, right? In mathematics, that's it. It exists. You need the perfect error in order for equations to work. Yep. And so, and so, um, yeah, the, this bad guy or Lucifer or Satan, right? Just basically start putting doubt. That's it. Yep. He never, yeah, he never denied it or said, hey, you know, God is bad. Never. He's just, uh, he's just put that little inception, that little seed. That's it. And then we did the rest. You could, you could take either side of this. You could say, what better deception than to yes. get everyone to think the, per, the, the being who brings knowledge and is light is Satan. Yeah. The flying serpent. And it worked. And it's like, who knows? We, I could be being deceived right now into saying this, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like my, this view that I'm saying, that's a minority yeah. view. Whereas like. That's true. But not according to the ancients, uh, right. to, you know, the, the old uh, cultures and societies, right? The Mayans, the flying serpents that we see all over the globe. Yep. Right. In India and Egypt, everywhere. Yep. It's just the same common denominator, the flying serpent or a serpent. Right. Yeah. What, so, where? So, do, how does that tie in? Where do you? Th how do? Where do you? Oh well, I, I, I think he's. It goes back to the Anunnaki, really. Yeah. That that Lucifer felt uh, bad for us, and so he, and and this is a great deception, that he's actually the good guy. He's like, hey guys, I feel for you. I know how it is. I was casted. Let me bring you knowledge, and let me bring you things that you can do. And, and so you can read the clouds, you can work the land, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you survive. That's a great deception. Yeah. Who's the deceiver in that case? Um, right. Well, ultimately he's the one who tempted. Well, right. ultimately is, you know, it's, it's, he put doubt. I had not been there. The, 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 you know, there was no doubt. So right. he planted the inception. So that is a great deception. That is a great deceiver saying that I'm helping you guys by bringing light, right? And helping that. you survive, helping you multiply. My God, that's a great story. That's a great story. And we got, you know, build pyramids, sacrifice, take out the hearts, kill virgins, <laughs> drink their blood. And <laughs> I mean, when the Aztec, when the Spaniards saw the Aztecs uh, doing all those rituals, you know, 
uh, they 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 burned it all, and they built churches on top of that because that was they knew that was Satan. Personally, I don't think the same civilization that built those pyramids. I agree. With did you. the sacrifice? It was before that. You mean? Yeah. You think so? It just seems like just sacrificing thousands of kids just does not thousands. seem like a peak civilization of math and science. I could be wrong. It's just my gut instinct, you know, is like, that sounds like someone inherited those pyramids. Those pyramids were there before them. You know what I mean? I, I agree. And so the stories carry it on as well. Yep. It's like fuel, like the blood is fuel for, for society and for the gods to quench the thirst of the gods. That's really what they, what they it, were saying. It's like how, how much of human history is us worshiping just real flesh and blood beings that did something really impressive, like built these amazing pyramids or flew down from space, you know, the Anunnaki. Yeah. Right. I think, right. No. I. And then, I and then That's maybe there question. is, you know, the, the actual Supreme creator of the universe that's that's not them you know they're just they're they're stuck in it just like us Dude. I, really think, I agree <laughs> so i i so so you and i believe in aliens and in ufos and stuff like that i i want to i want to believe that right but you and i do but um i think that's phase two of the great deception yeah i'm open-minded to that as well you know, like, hey, they're prepping up for phase two, which is uh, uh, they're actually going to come down and, and save us from destroying ourselves. And that's when one world religion and one, one currency uh, will happen. In that, you know? in that case, uh, it's just like the government faking it? Or, or what, what do you mean? No, I, I, I really think there's going to be like real entities. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. like real aliens independent, like real fucking aliens. Well, that fits into the Gnostics, man. Right. Yeah. Real aliens. So, because they want to, if we're going to be at war, so they're going to come down and impose their laws and regulations, say, hey, there's no more countries, no more one love, right? Yep. And there's songs about it, right? One religion, one love, one being. Yeah, so and that's that's phase two. That that definitely is the stimulus that would be needed to do that. It would be you know alien invasion, an existential. That's the only threat. way. That's the only way. An undeniable existential threat. You know, not something exactly. that has people split down the middle like climate change or a pandemic, but right, they're going to be our saviors, quote unquote. And because we are going to owe them our lives and our planet, they're going to impose their own will. Hmm. Yeah. That's a, yeah, I don't know. That's one that's one that's one screenplay. I'm open to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one of these clips goes first. I'm gonna hit play on one and then All right. now there's a touch of maybe aliens in the Gnostic stuff. Alright. But it's up for interpretation. The Gnostics believed in a divine spark in man deriving from the eternal divine realm, fallen into this world of matter and fate and needing to be awakened by a divine counterpart. Simply put, however, Gnosticism is the earliest form of Christianity. 
the primitive Christiani, the so-called heretics who preceded the historic Christians, were all Gnostics. It was Roman Catholicism that labeled them heretics in an effort to consolidate its growing power. In 1945, the Gnostic Gospels were discovered in Nag Hammadi, Egypt. These astonishing manuscripts contain the secret teachings of Jesus and the earliest Christians. Whereas Orthodox forms of Christianity found their dogmas and doctrines almost exclusively upon the outer teachings Jesus gave during his brief earthly life and mission, Gnostic Christianity focuses primarily upon the inner and secret teachings Jesus gave after the resurrection. That is, Jesus appears to the disciples in his light body form after his ascension. The Gnostics thought of themselves as the true interpreters of these secret teachings of Jesus. The Nag Hammadi texts, again discovered in Egypt in 1945, are Coptic, meaning they are Egyptian Christian examples of these texts. Until 1945, most of what we know about the Gnostics came from they who persecuted them. The Gnostics were condemned as heretics by the bishops of the early Christian church because they would not accept the canon of the New Testament or the apostolic creed or the authority of the new church. But now, with the discovery of the Nag Hammadi text, we learned who the Gnostics truly were in their own words. Huh? Hey, funny. We started our podcast with uh, talking about asking or questioning authority. Yep. And that's... And it just tied into this. Man, if we had been born 2,000 years earlier, we'd be getting burned at the stake right now. Oh, easy. (laughs) Witchcraft. Heretics. Lunatics. And I, I I like the reason they were branded as heretics was because they would not accept basically the redaction the the, yeah. the 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 canonical new testament they're like well there's all these other books like why are you taking all these right. other bo- jesus teachings out of that and they Sounds said like nowadays they said oh interesting point um can we just tie you to the stick over here real quick <laughs> in the town square <laughs> don't mind the right. smell of you know tar and oil and gasoline <laughs> right so right. it's the same concept that and, and one thing in history and we all have to remember that history, as we know it, has been written by those who won. Yep. <laughs> you know. Isn't it funny how the people who write the history books are always the good guys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? They're never the bad guys. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. So everything as we know it, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's those who actually won the wars or whatever. So I... I I think that's why they were labeled that way. And they got basically decimated, right? Yeah. Yeah. They majority all, of them, they got wiped out. And I would yeah. say what you're saying right there about kind of the, the victors writing the history books. Right. I think that is a lot of non religious people's critique of Christianity. And I guess Judaism too, is that, or anything for that matter. He, there's a tendency, I think, for them to view the Bible as, at least in part, a work of propaganda, to, to quelch the the 
the war with Judah and Israel and, and whatever between Rome to kind of squash that, to unite everyone under this Roman Catholic empire, uh, you know, consolidate the pagans, consolidate the Jews, consolidate now these this new group, the Christians, under one, you know, banner. And I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but it's a factor, <laughs> you know, like it right. is definitely we cannot, a factor. We cannot yeah. throw it out. Yeah. Right. Because that's the only thing they had. Let's also remember that the only way to to to, to kind of propagate news is through written text. That's it, right? Yeah. And so and so and so we, they didn't have cell phones, right? Or can you imagine? Anyway, <laughs> you know, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only way to do it is through is through writing. It's through writing. I hmm. I wish I knew more about Roman history. Because I had always viewed the Romans as being anti-Christian, and of course they were. I mean, they fed Christians to lions, but at, eventually they became the the force behind spreading Christianity all over the world. And um, yeah, after one, yeah, after Constantinople, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, the emperor he became Christian, and then he Constantine. Sp- that's right. That's right. That's right. 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 Did I say Constantinople? Well, that's a bit, that's part of it. That was like the headquarters of the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> that's right. That's something. Right, but it was Constantine. And I yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. named after Constantine, right? Or no, I don't that know. That is correct. Okay. I think so. I don't, we don't, I, but, but anyway, what do we know? History but, is a topic I would have enjoyed, but. Yeah, I still enjoy. Yes, that's true. Yeah, big time. All right. I've got a five minute Interrupt. Interrupt if you feel like it and I'll pause. Okay. Among several highly utilized but previously unknown Gnostic texts was the Gospel of Thomas, which contained 114 sayings attributed to Jesus. Scholars believe it was written during the second half of the first century AD. And it's claimed in the Gospel of Thomas that the sayings contained within this Gospel contain the secret of salvation. Saying one says, Whoever finds the interpretation of the sayings will not experience death. The Gospel of Thomas begins with the premise that our individual spirits once lived in the all, the spiritual universe of divine beings. Then, through some primeval catastrophe, the fall of humanity, some human spirits became imprisoned in flesh and blood human bodies and became trapped in the material world, unaware or blind to their true source. But Jesus comes along and saves them by revealing to them the truth of who they are, divine light beings who belong to another world. This realization frees them from the... Pretty wild so far, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I just love the first saying. It's that, you know, if you can understand this, you're not going to die. Now you talk about opening a paragraph strong. <laughs> there's a there's this book called Sense of Style by by Steven Pinker, and it's basically him just congratulating himself for being a great writer. But he uh, talks about how the best writers have a great first sentence. Like your first sentence just has to be fucking amazing in each chapter, you know. That's pretty. 
cool. You want to talk about a good first sentence? Like, hey, if yeah. you can understand this book, you're not going to die. Yeah. Is okay. that what he said? Yeah. I'll read it. All on. right. Let's see. I'll read, <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read it. I'll give this oh, a chance. I, yeah. Another part of the great deception before I forget is to basically make us humans feel that we are actually divine. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So, so you're going to notice that in a lot of uh, religions, even nowadays, that they're, you know, we're made out of stars and we are divine creatures having a physical uh, experience. Okay. But let me push so, back. So, What's so, the deception? The deception is by us, by us feeling or thinking that way, it abolishes the need for Jesus. No, no, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just saying, right. How do we know which one is the deception? Could it be well, that we are partially divine and we're being deceived into thinking that we are not? We're gonna die, man. If we were div- if we were divine, we we, we would have been immortal. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but yeah. but they're, so, they're, so the fact that we're gonna die, we're not divine. We're watered down divine, is what they're saying. We're like divine. We're light. not. We're flesh and bone. We're fucking animals. I'm with you. I'm just playing. Stop with, no, I hear you. I hear I'm you. Just pl- I, this is I a know, gr- like this it. is a I great like time it. to use this <laughs> word. I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah, I love literally. It. Maybe I, love I hope it. not. Uh, the way I see it, the I'm way I see it is just that uh, we're animals. I mean, look at our reptilian brains. We're we're just we're we're bound to pleasure. We're bound to basic emotions basic right so my my of course naive interpretation of what this is saying is that we are animals with the soul yes and so we're not divine right but that's i think the way they're using the word that we have a spark of divine in us is that no we have a soul thing. no such thing but maybe the soul but that doesn't even belong to us well, but what is a soul if not something from it's a the divine engine, Well, supposed realm. to be our, 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 our engine. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I Me mean, neither. It's supposed to be. And what do I know? I might be wrong. I don't know. I want to look up. I want. To, okay, definition of divine from God. I don't know. Soul could be from God. Soul is from God. Well, there you go. That's all. That's all they're saying. The, yes, but when you start thinking about that, you can do things. And we also have to keep in mind this is we have we don't really know how to speak this language. So, no, we have no idea. We're not the. And neither do they. Neither do they. I mean, nobody does. <laughs> this is so Just many press play. Just press so play. many translations. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Garments of their material bodies and puts them on the way to acquiring their robe of light. The doctrine of the soul's ascent through the heavenly spheres was a key teaching of Gnosticism. The ascension to heaven was equivalent to a spiritual resurrection and in the fulfillment of the Essenes' mission, Jesus cleared the way. In the Gnostic ascension teachings, strange beings called archons barred the way to the seven heavens. And some maintain the archons sought to take human souls. But we don't worry about them because the Gnostics had a remedy or a fix. We could perfect our... I spent a lot of time going and working with... I meant to clip this ad out. <laughs> Hold on a second. While that ad is playing, I have a question Arcans. for you. 
I have a question for you. Say this is all uh, bullshit, right? Say this is all part of the deception, right? Mm -hmm. Are we to believe that the first Christians were the ones who had it wrong and we have it right? The ones who actually were there? They were not wrong. They were just deceived. They were babies. By, By Jesus? They were there, man. They were there. They knew the guy. If we're to believe, you know, that this is real. So you mean to tell me that that first edition is the actual, like, it was written in, that when he was there? It was written 50 years after his death. I got to believe some of those people were 50 years old or older, you know, 60, 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Right? So it's like, are we to believe that they had it the most wrong, the eyewitnesses, and that we, well, 2,000 years later... Well, I'm not right. saying they're wrong. I, I, I haven't, I haven't said that they're wrong. Well, or they're, they're being deceived. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, that would be kind of like a weird stance to take in most situations. Like, right. You and know, with what intent, you know, that they, what intent they were deceived. By by Jesus, I don't think so. No, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what they're but what they're writing, what they're saying is pretty wild, though. (laughs) It gets so much wilder, and I mean we have to keep in mind too. This is the this channel. This is Greg Braden. Oh God, he's like an Greg. He's like an ancient aliens guy. No, he's the guy talking right now. No, it's not. He's not the guy talking, but it's his channel. I'm nothing wrong with with him no he's fine i I read his books he's fine but my my point is it's not like we're we're not necessarily reading the nag hamadi texts right now (laughs) although a lot of this a lot of this actually you know it's not that far from the truth but like we're not linguistics we're not theologians we just like to eh, talk but great brayton uh uh, i don't know he he reads a lot but he, he he reads a lot, which is good, but it doesn't make him a researcher. It's like, and no. here come he's a geologist. Think. Yeah, he's not a. He's yeah. got some wild ideas, and this this clip is going to end with the wild idea. So, and I lost my spot. So let me hit play and see where we're even at. To take oh, okay. human souls. Oh, we're good. But we don't worry about them because the Gnostics had a remedy or a fix. We could perfect our... I spend a lot of time going and working with neuroscientists oh to hack my brain. Just like I go to a gym to work so out, I also... ...ourselves and put on a garment of perfect light. In the Gospel of Philip, a second century Gnostic work, transformation through Gnosis not only allowed the ascent of the soul, but it also made us invisible to the archons, who some believe are actually extraterrestrial beings. Philip says that not only... Will they be unable to detain the perfect man, but the archons will not be able to see him, for if they see him, they will detain him. There is no other way for a person to acquire this quality except by putting on the perfect light and he too becoming a perfect light. The mysteries of exactly how to become a perfect light being form the backbone of the Essene revelation that was adopted into the Gnostic religion, especially a branch of it called Manichaeism.
Most people may have never heard of Manichaeism or its founder, Mani, a Babylonian prophet who has been called the last Gnostic. However, this secret society of Gnostics were fundamentally Christians. Manichaeism fused early Christianity and Gnosticism and spread from Iran to Egypt, Iraq, and throughout the Middle East. This Chinese painting depicts Jesus as a Manichaean prophet. The figure can be identified as a representation of Christ by the small gold cross that sits on the red lotus pedestal in his left hand. This Chinese painting depicts Manichaean cosmogony with the realm of light at the top. A number of Manichaean hymns are addressed not to the historical Jesus, called Jesus the Messiah, but to the light messenger Jesus, referred to as Jesus the Splendor, a magnificent shining being who displays the robe of light. Oh. According to Manichaeism, <laughs> Jesus the Splendor is sent to awaken Adam and Eve to the source of the spiritual light. It's See? sounding a little Luciferian, huh? Exactly. Unless so, you're being deceived. Maybe that's the deception, man. Maybe that's the deception. There's no way. Like, that's crazy. And who, and who are we to say that uh, maybe maybe Lucifer appeared as Jesus in front of many kids sure. and pretended to be? He's like, hey, write this. I'm Jesus. Boom. Sure. Boom. Yeah. It's, Anything uh, is possible. It's, uh, but imagine you had grown up on this story. And then someone tries to pitch you this idea that actually Lucifer's the shining light angel. You'd be right. like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> no, he's not. You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. And it, it, so, again, our in, it, we are beings of light. That's a lo that's the deception. And that Jesus is just another prophet like Muhammad. Mm -hmm. That's not what these guys think. No, no, no. Right. They think it's actually, it's actually God. Yes. G yeah, Jesus is yeah, the Jesus main is guy. These are Christian. Th these are they are where Christianity came from. Christ, his followers. Right, right. They wrote they wrote this stuff down and then these guys got burned by the Catholics. <laughs> Catholics are fine. I have nothing against them. I don't No, I know, but those Romans were something else. The Spanish Inquisition, man. They didn't play. They knew, they knew how to just get the best out of you. They, and did then not, they did not play around, man. No, they knew anatomy inside out. I recognize how uh, heretical <laughs> this sounds when you start talking about Jesus being a light being. Dude. I get it. And when they start talking about him being the one to encourage Adam and Eve to eat the fruit of knowledge. However... Oh pretty good deception if 60% of the world has it the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm just saying, I'm just putting the thought out there. I probably should. It's probably dumb, but here we go. We're, we got one minute left, 30 seconds left. It okay. ends sounding incredibly ridiculous. So <laughs> hang in there. Wrapped within their physical bodies. And the aim of the Manichaeans was the attainment of the light body, which they called the beaming garment. This immaterial or flashing light body beamed, meaning it radiated or displayed bursts of light. 
It came from a light garment that once belonged to Adam, believed the Manichaeans. It was also instrumental in allowing Jesus to be instantaneously transported or beamed through the wormhole or stargate, linking the world of spirit and the material world. Oh, I guess I clipped off the last word where they call it a stargate. Um, (laughs) Basically, he could travel through time and space through this star portal thing. Dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Well, I see. I I would see why they took that out of the Bible. (laughs) It kind of ruins the story. Ah, there's some pretty (laughs) great. There's some wild stuff in the Bible. So I don't know if Stargate. Oh, I know. But I mean, but I mean, the story. Yeah. Too much information. Now, necessarily good. If you were the prince of the earth in deception, would you not act through some agents to try to cast yourself as? the lead character and to cast, you know, this light guy, Jesus as the bad guy. Right. Who's funding the program, right? Who's funding the research. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like say, say, say you're oh, a bad, because- say you're a bad guy. You say, Hey, in this book, you say, I'm the good guy. That's right. And then, Hey, this, this guy who wants to give you knowledge and stuff, he's the bad guy. I'm just saying that's a good deception is all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know what I think. I'm probably pissing people off right now. I'm not trying to make a light of it. Or, or no, no, I don't know about people. It is. Or maybe, maybe enhancing their, their faith or not. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, uh, I hear stuff like this and it, it makes me not just this, but just all sorts of stuff lately. I mean, even non-religious things, science, you know, quantum mechanics, all this it's all making me believe more that the universe is created, right? And that we're mm-hmm. created. So that's a good thing, right? I'm yeah. just unsure of the details. Which you want to know. I mean. I would. Yeah, I mean, sure. You know, I don't expect yeah. to, but mm-hmm. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's the fun. That's the fun and like learning about this stuff, right? It's like, ooh, I wonder this. I wonder that. And right. uh, I Again, do because we're questioning authority. Religion is a form of authority. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's authority over something that feels like it should not be controlled. Right. Right. It should just come. Right. It should just be natural. And I, I'll admit, like the one thing I've even said on here about um, the Old Testament that's always struck me kind of odd is like, why is learning stuff the worst thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like why is knowledge the worst thing? Oh, you mean like at the very beginning? Yeah. That's the worst thing. Oh, that be, be, we died. We, we were cursed because of knowledge. Yes. Why is that the worst thing? That's kind of a weird thing to build like a, uh, a religion around, you know, like, mm-hmm. like seeking knowledge is the worst thing we've ever done. Oh, they, 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 and they sold that forever. Right. That's it's why just, Copernicus and all the yeah. scientists 
and universities. I mean, universities were basically created by the Catholic Church, yeah, and well, in the Christian world, and then the Muslims created their own, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the whole the whole PhD thing came from 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 religion, from Catholicism or Catholicism. Oh, that's so, another thing I meant to mention. They have a book of Sophia, the Gnostics. Which I was like, given the given the name of our show, I thought that was that's a nice right. Isn't that a daughter of Jesus? Little Kawinkadink. Oh, is it? I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the name they gave her. Well, if you believe he has a daughter, that's that's not biblical, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, it's not. I don't. I don't. Know. That's for sure Gnostic, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's in a novel too by Dan Brown. You know. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. The, the Rosicrucian, the, the Da Vinci Code, stuff. the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, that's right. I um, I gotta say I. What got you to this? Well, I'm uh, I'm a sucker for something old. You know what I mean? When I find out something is mm. old, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put some weight into that, right? Because we're talking was we're, here before me. We're talking about events re- a really long time ago, so it's like right. the older the source material, the more I'm like, oh, I'll listen to that. So when I find out like mm. this is from the time of Jesus and it's been underground since as far as we know. And it was confirmed that it was back then, right? Yeah. Just I mean by all the things that most people don't believe in, you know, carbon dating. Like carbon but dating. more than that, also like the the language was around in a very narrow window of time and and stuff like that. I see. So it is basically confirmed. As good as, you know. It's giving you an alternate reality of the past. And and what and that's the other thing is that they include all of the rest of the other the Bible. So it's it's not like they're uh I shouldn't say all of it, but they include a lot. Especially um especially uh Jesus' words. Jesus' teachings. Like the parts of the Bible that are, are Jesus mm-hmm. they have. Um so it's not it's not like they were like against this they just had these other books mm-hmm. um so anyway what got me into this uh the, the listener mentioned it and oh that's right that's right that's and right. it's old man same reason i think the dead sea scrolls are interesting it's like it's old it kind of makes you question your foundations really it, and i it's i don't i don't necessarily have a like a christian upbringing so it's not even the funny thing is that I did, and yeah. I still question it. Right, that's good. Well, that's I'm impressive. Like I, that's impressive. I, I was, I was, ne- I was never sold by it. I saw too many flaws and regulations for me to just follow. I'm like, mm, we're not the only truth, guys. Let me, let me explore. Right, and then of course you go around the world, you go around the world of religion, and then, well, that that's not gonna go. And then you go into Scientology. It's like, nope, that's far-fetched and then you go into just different ones i don't want to mention them all but it comes down to like you're saying just exploring old texts you know and look at the bigger picture of things and don't be sold to just one and everything that shines is gold something that's always frustrated me about for sure christianity but maybe other religions too is like fanatism it's well that well there's a lot of things but one thing in particular is like this idea of like hey just have faith it's like okay 
but maybe we're supposed to be doing something, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. Like maybe there's something we're supposed to be working towards, you know? Have faith and be nice. Have faith, be nice, but should, and so this idea like. Reproduce. (laughs) uh, Yeah, maybe, but it's just like something, if you believe this, something went through the trouble of making us, right? It's like, was there was a reason? Trouble? Was there not? I don't know. I don't know. But Maybe we're version seven. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 But it's like, maybe there's something we're supposed to be doing. You know, uh, maybe there is a point. Right. I think that's something everybody wants. Is like, is is there a point to all this? Like, should you know, is there a purpose? Is there meaning? Um. And so if you believe there is purpose or meaning or a point, then you're probably thinking like, well, what is it? And I should get to work to accomplish it, right? And so that's one of the appealing things about the this text is like, yeah, you're supposed to be learning and there's secrets out there that you can learn. It's like, ooh, cool, you know? It's uh, It's more appealing than just like, just just, just shut up, look at the ground, and just everything's going to yeah. work out, you know? Right. That right. feels kind of authoritarian. Like, hey, right. you don't need to be sticking your nose anywhere. Like, just right. listen to be the a preacher. Servant. Yeah. Right. Just, it's like, man, that kind of seems like a waste of a curious mind, you know? Big time. How many minds have been wasted or yeah. suppressed? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, is that, is that the is that the devil talking in me? Like saying like, hey, you should try to do something productive. You should try to learn. You should try to grow. It doesn't feel like it, but I mean, who knows? It could be. I don't know. So, but why the devil and not Christ? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's my point. It's like, those seem like good things, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas the kind of traditional view is like, don't seek knowledge, look at the ground, listen, have faith. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. Don't That's ask it. questions, you know? And uh, I think that is one of the things that like, once I started reading, I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Here's some people saying like, hey, we're Christians. And yeah, don't, we're not, we're not telling you to shut up, look at the ground. Like we're saying, you gotta, you gotta work. There's a goal, you know, I think that's, what's exciting about it. Like, Hey, there's a goal that we should be working towards. I, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Maybe, maybe they describe it a little bit more clearly than that Greg Braden video did, but, uh, it's a lot of books. So I still haven't even read the whole Bible yet. So gotta, I, I don't think you have to. No, yeah, but right. Some people take pride of that, but that they have, yeah. Yeah. Well, did you I, understand it? I've read you more know. of this like apocryphal stuff, you know, all these <laughs> books that aren't included. Yeah, you probably know more of that stuff too. But I'm supposed to be reading research papers right now, but it's nice every once in a while to uh go deep into this weird stuff. No, I'm glad you are, and I'm glad you're we're listening. I was gonna say something. I, I'm glad we're taking in consideration our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's so a good topic. So we'll probably move on to time travel or something uh, next week. We, have, we haven't talked about aliens for a while. It's always fun. Um, that is I, always fun. I'm still loving the quantum mechanics stuff. 
oh, the, yeah. the universe okay. stuff. There is I, a good. I, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I saw Open Oppenheimer. Oh, you saw it? Was it good? Yesterday in IMAX, did seventy see, millimeter. Did you see Barbie too, or no? Oh, Barbie, beautiful. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> we saw Oppenheimer at seventy millimeter, the way it was intended. Uh, if if you're a scientist, you love it. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. It it, it and it talk it ties into one of our podcasts how people are questioning scientists and they have been in the past and how they suppress them. Uh, Einstein is in it too. Uh, it's really really good actually. Wow. I don't know if you need it to be IMAX. To be honest with you, there's a lot more dialogue, but um, the scenes are amazing. But but it talks about it's it's about science. You love it. It's good. Man, the the marketing for those two movies, Barbie and Oppenheimer, is a masterclass. Why why are they doing that? I don't know, but it's amazing. Like they're just so good. Like it's incredible. And they, put, they put them together. Like AMC put them together. Yep. Like hey, do a marathon, Barbie. It's all then, it's all social media, like YouTube ads, all this like Barben Barbenheimer like Oh, is that one? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't all, know, but the movie's yeah. pretty good in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's I want to see three hours it. long, man. Oh, man. Joe Rogan just interviewed the inventor of the internet, um, Mark Andreessen, and he brought up a cool conspiracy theory that we never uh, detonated any nuclear bombs um, in the U.S. Uh, until after much later that we faked the initial tests or something. I didn't get, I didn't oh, get man. it, but. It, oh man. <laughs> well, Nolan blew one up on purpose and he filmed it. They, what? Yeah. They built one. Who did? Christopher Nolan? Yeah. I don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> I need, I need evidence. I need evidence. For that. <laughs> they did not detonate a nuclear bomb yeah. for this movie. Yeah, they did. No they, way. They filmed it. Yeah, man. I'm fact checking you. There's okay. no way. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to feel stupid in a second. No, don't. Don't feel stupid. Wow, Google auto-filled it right away. Yeah. Yeah, they got the capture is they put a whole okay. bunch of cameras. Fake news, man. No way. Yes. I was going to say there's no way detonated a nuclear bomb. What's well, a mini nuclear bomb? <laughs> oh, it's, okay. No, I don't think so, man. Epic fail. We can edit this out. <laughs> and then, and then they, he he interviewed uh, this guy who writes all these books about. Um, he's like a physicist who believes in God. And uh, I, I, for, I real quick, I know it's it's been an hour and twenty minutes, but I forgot that the Big Bang was a a Christian movement. It what was it? It was a Christian. I, I don't want to say it was a Christian movement. It was discovered by, it was proposed by a Catholic priest and it was a creationist argument, the big bang. It wasn't until much later that it became a scientific argument. Cause like when I was like elementary school, middle school, it's like, Oh, you believe in God? I don't, I believe in the big bang and evolution, you know, but the big bang was argued the scientists hated the big bang because they felt right. like it proved God. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was the opposite. Like 
that that was always the story I got in public school is like the Big Bang sort of proves that there wasn't a God, which in hindsight is a dumb thing to say. Like if the universe had a beginning, I don't know. I mean, because that oh, was like the video that you sent me. Maybe it was the end. What's that? What video? I think you sent me something on Instagram that, that the, the Big Bang was actually the end of something. Oh, I don't remember what I sent it, you. Isn't that sound, okay. that's not, I could have sent you that. That sounds up my alley. But no, just, just this idea <laughs> like the beginning. I had always thought that the Big Bang was a scientific theory mm-hmm. that people use to argue against God. Right. But no, it wasn't. It was always a creationist. Wow. The, the creationists were always on the side of the Big Bang for the first like 30 years. I do not know that. And all the scientists argued against it and they said, no, you just think you're not being a scientist. You're just proposing this because you want God to be real. You want there to mm-hmm. be a beginning to the universe. Whereas all the physicists were saying was that it's always been here. It's infinite in size and time. And mm-hmm. so the creationists were saying, no, the universe had to have had a beginning because it was created by God. I just thought that was interesting that the argument somewhere flipped. Somewhere by the time I was in elementary school, I was learning the Big Bang meant there was no God. <laughs> you know, so I just thought it was public, public schools or something else. Yeah. I mean it wasn't it wasn't like a public school mandate. It's just I think people oh, I hear you. I think science, that's what they taught you. Yeah, exactly. People wanted to be not look like and a evolution cook. and yeah. all that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you can edit that. Christopher Nolan part. You look an idiot. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, we might need to leave it in there. We've talked about it too much now. We've had multiple conversations about it after the fact. I can't pull it out. I also Damn have it. to pull this out. I'm kidding. I don't care. You know what? It's uh, that was a bad one. That was a bad. I'm gonna roast you. <laughs> I guess. I guess I could see like if it was a really. I could see your thinking like. It's just a very it, small nuclear bomb. Like, no, that's cool. <laughs> um, I'm trying to yeah, think. Edit that shit. <laughs> I'm trying to think how much work this is going to be to pull all this. We I'll do, let's I'll do, just create a segment now that we're going to end it. Okay, we'll, we'll do our we'll do our wrap. The big bang. We'll do our goodbye. Segment. Cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. uh, great show. As always. So. <laughs> um, surprises. Have you seen any movies lately? <laughs> yeah, I saw Oppenheimer. Oh, nice. It was, <laughs> good. It was good. awesome. It was Great. awesome. Any based, science-based uh, movie. Any interesting uh, facts about the the creation of the movie? Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm not going to edit. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. All right, well... On that better, note, you better do it. It's Come fun on, now, now. It's funny if we don't edit it out. People are You're right. Well, people, listen to it and let me let me hear, and then you'll you'll decide. I don't care. I, I don't give a shit. Error is human, and I'm just talking. I'm real. You can tell I'm really wrestling in my head right now because I'm just thinking. Number one, it is kind of funny, but that aside. We'll do it. We'll do a wrap up right now, and then I'll see if I, I'll see if there's a spot I can edit it out and drop. 
Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I was doing so good. You were. And I'm sorry. My, my I'm... reputation. It's going to be ruined. <laughs> the stupid ass shit. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. We're gonna. I'm going to figure this out. So, <laughs> well, uh, no, I am. We just got to, I got to figure out um, how to end this. So, Alfredo. Trevor. Great show. I great hope, show, man. I hope I didn't offend too many folks. And I if also, we didn't, let us know. I also hope I didn't place, you know, my soul in jeopardy a little bit. But nah. all we're doing is we're reading stuff that was written 2,000 years ago. Right. And it's interesting to think about, like, what was going on in the world 2,000 years ago. Oh, they were writing about stargates and light cloths that helped you escape detection by the archons and get your soul out of this universe into heaven. Dude, what, that sounds like a cool time to be alive. Um, that does sound like a cool time. And if this was all based on a real guy that people and people witness these things, they're like, gosh, that's so, that's so much fun to believe. Like I, I want that to be real. And I used, I, I would have oh, in yeah. the past, I would have always said, Hey, that's just you doing wishful thinking you just can't escape the fact that we are here for some reason Mm -hmm. against all odds. And, uh, why is there anything? Why is there something rather than nothing? I think that's kind of like the core philosophical question. Repeat it. Why, why is there something rather than nothing? Mm -hmm. And until somebody can answer that, I'm going to keep an open mind about, you know, everything. So great stuff. All right, man. Thank you. As always, I'll see you hopefully in a week or two. And we'll talk about time traveling space demons. Ooh, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) Not really. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about the Russian, the Soviet (laughs) astral projection research done. Oh, that was wild too. The like whatever, 60, 70 seconds. Nice.